Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth installment of the Metric Minute brought to you by Vault Performance. I'm Kareem Durkawi, and this time we'll cover part one of two of Concentric Impulse, which is essentially the culmination of the entire jump preparation phase. In plain terms, impulse is a measure of how much force an athlete applies into the ground during any specific time period. Now, concentric impulse refers specifically to the force generated only during triple extension. We all understand how to find the area of a rectangle by multiplying length and width. This is nearly identical to the approach to finding impulse, which is a duration of time multiplied by the amount of force applied over that time. Forcedex collects 1,000 data points per second, and adding up all of the slender rectangles created gives a precise idea of concentric force output. The objective of the game is very simple. Get the most concentric impulse possible in the shortest amount of time. The more force an athlete can generate while standing on the ground, the more power, speed, and jump height they will achieve. Imagine starting a road trip with half a tank of gas compared to starting with a full tank. The car with more juice will go further before it runs out. The take home message is that concentric impulse reports how much force an athlete generates during triple extension. Larger is better, but duration should be minimal to preserve quickness of movement, a favorable trait in many sporting contexts. We will discuss a couple more factors related to concentric impulse next time, but until then, please feel free to contact my colleagues and I at Vault Performance. Thank you. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have, whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world, from everything from career advice to training modalities to programming. There's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS. That's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. What's up, guys? Chris Haynes here, Coppin State University. Uh, stepping in for this week's My Thoughts Monday. Hope everyone is well and staying healthy and safe to the best of our abilities. And, uh, you know, just hoping that uh, for everyone in college basketball, especially that, you know, they're able to uh, continue to play and, and continue to um, stay positive and test negative as, as the saying goes. But um, with that being said, man, what I want to talk about this week, um, just kind of a, a realization for me recently. And so as with many of my monologues, kind of, a message for myself first and then for everybody else um, is a reminder on, on what it means to have a growth mindset because um, to me it's, it's one of those things you know saying that that we're growth minded I think as individuals and as a profession it's it just like you know when you ask a player or a team you know what, what's your goal this season oh win a championship well of course you know uh, do you want to be successful of course do you want to go to the NBA or WNBA, of course, right? Those, so 
it's one of those questions that the answer, unless, you know, someone is, is really trying to be funny or crazy, like, of course the answer is yes. And in, in this case, with being growth-minded, like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course I'm growth-minded. But are your actions representative of and your habits, your actions and habits, are they representative of that? You know, because of course everyone wants to win, be successful, et cetera. But are you doing the things necessary to enact that and, and to make that happen, to make that come to fruition? And the realization for me um, came recently over uh, just doing a continuing education course, um, specifically the, the chain reaction course from the Gary Gray Institute. Um, which obviously is, is, has been around for a while and has been very popular for a while and is particularly big in the basketball community, um, especially I think maybe over the past few years as, as we've seen its popularity grow in, in the NBA as well as college basketball. And, um, you know, for me in my first year at Coppin State, um, you know, I got there in November right before the season started, so I didn't really have a ton of time necessarily to think outside the box. I was very much um, trying to keep it simple and, and – um, you know, just keep our guys healthy in season, you know, and do no harm, as they say, because I got there about three days before the season started. So I preface it with that. But um, we had a collection of Vipers, uh, four pairs of, of Vipers of different weight um, in the corner of the weight room that the previous strength coach, um, Vince, shout out to Vince Williams, um, had purchased, you know, when, when he was at Coppin State prior. And for the entire first year through the season, um, and even into some of our, our postseason or early offseason, they sat in the corner and collected dust. And part of that was because, just to be frank, I, I didn't know how to use them. You know, I, I could probably try to figure it out, but um, I really had no exposure with them before. And so I, I chose really um, to be ignorant and just say, oh, well, you know, I don't know how to use them. Um, I want to keep it simple in season. Uh, so there was that. But there was also kind of the secondhand reasoning for it was I always kind of had the notion that, you know, the three, not 3D movement, obviously 3D movement is important for any sport, but the, you know, AFS Viper stuff is kind of fooey, kind of different, you know, looked in some cases a little silly. And so as much as I pride myself in, in being open-minded and growth-minded, you know, really for that first year and that first season, um, I was very much closed-minded because the Vipers, which are obviously a popular tool used within the, the 3D mindset, the, the AFS mindset, sat and collected dust. And it wasn't until, I think, that summer that our director of strength and conditioning, Matt Walker, um, had a conversation with me, uh, probably a couple conversations, but one in particular where, you know, he actually got one of the Vipers out and, and showed me some, you know, a lunge matrix and showed me some simple things and, and talked about um, their benefits and their potential carryover to the court. I was like, hmm, okay, yeah, this would, this would probably be a good idea to build into some of our training. Not that every movement now is going to be AFS-minded or, um, or or specifically, you know, incorporate a Viper. That's just a tool, and, and AFS, of course, is a school of thought to incorporate to any, you know, to any training program. Um, so I was like, wow, but I was like, wow, you know, this, this, could, be, this could be really beneficial. You know, I, I, maybe I did our guys a little bit of a disservice this past year by letting them collect us, but let's start to build it in. You know, and from that set, that point forward, um, started to build in the Vipers a little bit more. Um, they became, I think I could say I be, they became a staple of our training. Not that we were using them every single day or even necessarily every single training phase or, or period, um, but we began to use them regularly. And um, as I've, of course, learned more about AFS and gone through this chain reaction course and, and worked through the 
the actual AFS course itself, um, you know, the entire reasoning, philosophy, physiological approach, biomechanical, obviously biomechanical, biomechanics are, are a big piece of the approach and mindset and just how the human body is supposed to work um, and how it can work. It has just totally um, opened my mind or, or reopened my mind to think about training um, in a way I've never thought of training before. And I can say for sure that going through some of this content will um, fundamentally change how I think about training. Does that mean every single thing I do is going to be 3D or AFS? No, of course not. Um, I think AFS, just like FMS, just like PRI, just like, you know, throw out any other organization or certification course is a, is a tool for the toolbox, you know, but I wanted to share that because it just really resonated with me. And I was talking to another coach about it today. We're like, yeah, you know, I, I was, I was closed minded to it basically for, for the first year that I could have been exposed to it. Um, so I say all that to say, guys, just, you know, again, I'm just using a, a personal example, um, for myself that, that I, I realized and went through recently. Um, but I hope that this conversation, you know, can be, can be a reminder, you know, and, and maybe set off a light bulb for someone else. Um, that of course we want to be growth minded. Of course we, we, as a field, as a professional, we should pride ourselves in that. Um, anybody should, but let's just make sure that we're actually doing the things, um, that <laughs> growth minded and, and being open minded is about, you know, and, and that means being uncomfortable. You know, and I think that's the hard, hardest part about it. And, and we talk about, of course, growth being outside of your comfort zone. And I think it's very easy, especially in the thick of a, of a season, whether it be college basketball or professional basketball, or whatever it may be, um, it's easy to, to get so narrow focused within the length of a season um, that, you know, Tina used to talk about this at Louisville, like we get caught in the weeds um, and we, we never stand above the forest, you know, and just see the big picture. Um, so again, I, just kind of prefacing or, or caveating with that, you know, that certainly happens through the grind, the grind of a season. But um, when we're able to take a step away, whether it comes to con ed or even just networking, you know, and being open-minded to, to speak with other coaches and, and be told, um, you know, be told that you might be wrong or maybe that that's not the only way to do something or think about something. Um, you know, I think that's so valuable and we just, we have to try to remember to not, um, to not let that stuff fall to the wayside. So um, that's it. I hope everyone can take something from that. You know, Jay's talk this previous week or two really inspired me to, to kind of add on to that, you know, um, with <laughs> we love to be questioned, but or we love to say with growth minded, basically, but when we're questioned, we get defensive, you know. So just kind of adding on to Jay's previous talk a week or so ago, um, and, and hopefully, you know, this can be a, a valuable reminder for some people and, and just continue to, to push us and urge us to be open-minded and to be a, um, you know, to be that type of field and profession. Okay. So, um, that's it. Thank you guys. Thank you to Jay as always for the platform. And, um, you know, I don't know if the sale's still going guys, but go get your CVAPs manuals. Um, they're, they're awesome. And, uh, that's it. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Um, stay safe. Thanks guys. Take care.